Welcome to the Soul Joy Mindset Podcast, the podcast that invites, empowers, and equips women with the tools to release the hustle and grind and embrace a life of ease and joy. I am your host, Teresa Timms, a lover of life, strategic thinker, theologian, storyteller, sexy, sassy, freedom seeker, and coach. In each episode of this podcast, we will explore a topic that will help you change your mindset and ultimately change every aspect of your life. So sit back and hear yourself, see yourself, and truly believe that it is possible to live a life that brings your soul joy. A few weeks ago, I asked the Instagram community, what did they want me to talk about on the podcast? And if they had questions to place the questions in the comments and then I would get to them. And that's what we are doing on this episode, answering questions from the Instagram community. The first question that I received was, how do you make change stick? I've started the process, but I never can make it stick long term. Tell me your secret. Thank you so much for this question. And it's not so much about having a secret, it really is being clear about my why. And if you've been following me any amount of time, you've heard me talk about the clarity of why. This is something that I work with my clients on over and over and over again. And it's something that I practice myself is why am I doing the things that I am doing? And if my why is big enough, if my why is strong enough, my why is what keeps me consistent. And consistency is, for me, consistency is a trauma response that I grew up in a house that did not have a lot of consistency. And so I've learned the importance of consistency because it kept me safe. However, what I want to say about consistency is that just because you do something consistently doesn't mean that it's effective. You can consistently do the wrong thing and it's not effective. So I think there is this thing around, I got to be consistent. I got to be consistent, but is it effective? And that's the thing about change is that sometimes we make changes, but we never go back to ask about the why. And then we never go back to say, is this really effective? Does this really work for me? And so to answer your question in summary, I would say it really is three parts. One, get clear about your why. Why are you making the change to begin with? Number two is evaluate the change. If you've been doing it for three months and you realize it, have you even thought about why you're doing it? Is it effective? Evaluate. So evaluate its effectiveness and evaluate, is it still true for you? So say that you've made a change. The change may even be effective, but is it still true for you? And doing this on a quarterly or even a biannual basis allows you to be honest about, okay, does this change work for me? And there's a few podcast episodes back where I talk about this is not the crockpot method of you throw everything in the crockpot and you let it sit and then you come back in a couple of years to see if it still works for you. We're growing, we're changing, and how to make change stick over time is really by getting in touch with the why, evaluating and seeing if it still works for you, and then moving through any resistance to keep showing up to it. The one thing that I've been doing consistently for the last decade, honey, 10 years, is I walk 
every single day. I walk, rain, snow, sleet, hail. I am out there walking unless it's a rest day or unless I'm medically unable to do it. I walk. And the why for me is that I know that it's good for me. It is not only good for my health. I honestly walk because it is good for my mental health. Going outside every day, it's so good for my mental health. So I'm really clear about that. And that hasn't changed. And I don't think that will ever change. But I know I do this because it feeds me. It feeds me in so many ways. And then is it effective? It's absolutely effective for me. It's effective for me because I'm able to get out there. I know what the weather is. I'm able to be by myself. I'm able to walk and pray. I'm able to spend that time with me before I give my time and my energy to the world. And so it is effective for me. And three, When the seasons change and I'm evaluating this walking, I say, okay, it's getting hotter. I need to pull out my clothes that allow me to be out here comfortably. Oh, it's getting darker. I need to change my schedule so that I'm out there in a safe way or I need to make sure I have the right gear to be out here. Oh, it's raining. Whatever it is, I know this is what I'm going into. And so I've been able to have a consistent practice of walking because My why is really clear. I know that it's effective for me. And as things change, I've been able to show up to it over and over and over again. So thank you for that question. And I've hoped I've answered it. And the most important part of that question is getting clear on your why. The next question, this person who sent this question, I love them so much. What to do when you don't have support? I love my family. They need so much for me. I don't feel supported in the things that I want to do. I feel a little resentful. This one is an interesting, and it's real, right? That, oh, yes. This one's interesting, and it's real because when we look around at the people in our homes, how they're engaging may not be supportive. And I don't know about your house. I'm going to talk about my house. <laughs> at my house, I, I'm i on my own health and wellness journey. This is my journey. And I've made choices around my journey. There are foods that I eat. There are ways that I engage. And Ken does not engage in those things nor eat the things that I eat all the time. Ken's on his own health and wellness journey. But just because Ken's not doing exactly what I'm doing doesn't mean that Ken's being unsupportive. If I have a conversation with Ken and I say, this is what I need, he'll say, okay, but I'm not eating that. And it's like, all right. So I've had to get honest with myself around what does support look like? And I'll never forget my friend, Lisa Angel Smith said, just because the support doesn't come from the people you expect the support to come from, doesn't mean that you lack support. So, Ken is not in my fitness accountability support group. I have a a group of amazing, amazing, amazing women. And those are my fitness accountability support people. Ken supports me in the ways that he can support me. However, I do not make him responsible for all of my support. And so I don't know what's going on in your household. That's why I'm only talking about my household. But the question that I want to ask you is, do you lack support or do you lack the kind of support from the people that you want the support from? Because those are not the same things that just because your husband and your partner and your children are eating hot flaming Cheetos and pizza doesn't mean that they're not supportive of you. They're just eating their hot flaming Cheetos and pizza and you got to make a different choice around what you eat. Are they stopping you from doing the things that you want to do? Stopping you from, and this question was specifically around working out. Are they stopping you from working out? Are they, are they limiting your ability to do that? And what I found is that, you know, certain seasons of your life, 
you just got to make it work for you. I was a solo parent. And so I knew what it was that I got to wake up super early before this child gets up and get this workout on. Or I got to drop this child off at school, go to the gym, shower, change clothes at the gym and then get to work. But whatever I needed to do in that season, I made it work. And so the question again is, do you lack support or do you lack the kind of support from the people that you expected that support from? Not the same thing. And the last question, this last question was really around goal setting. And how do I set goals? You know, for me, goal setting is more around (laughs) writing down the big, audacious, incredible thing that I want to do next. It really is about curiosity that I love to push my limits. I love to say, oh, what can I do next? I literally am like, hmm, what can I do next? Maybe. Huh, look at this. Maybe I can do that next. And I am surrounded by so many amazing, brilliant possibility models, people that I know, people that I will never know. And um, from my social media feeds, from my real life, who I see in my life, it makes me say, huh, I could try that. I could do that. So my goal setting really is around, I try not to have more than three goals a year. Like three simple and succinct goals, because what I know about goal setting is that goals usually they usually build on one another. They usually speak to one another. So I don't have a long list of 75 things that I'm going to do. I usually have about three things that I'm curious about doing that I really want to do that I know that I can do. And I say, okay, these are the three things. This is where you're going to hone your energy and go back. (laughs) I keep referring back to past episodes, but go back and listen to that episode around energy management is that once I hone my energy around three goals, it also makes me mindful of how I'm expending energy on things that are not my goals. So if it's not my goals, am I expending too much energy on it? And if these are my goals, how am I using my energy and my power and my capacity on the things that I really want to get done. And so that's not a direct answer, but my goals have to really do with the things that I want in my life. And so I have, I have really fun goals this year and things that I know that I can do and I'm excited about them. And these goals are challenging. I have to show up to them in in very clear and succinct ways. I really am excited about what's possible for me. And I think I'll end on that is be excited about the possibilities of your life. Um, no matter what it is that, you know, you you can change. If you really want to, you can. And from that first question, change is possible and consistent long-term change is possible. Got to get clear on your why. The next question that was around support and not having enough support. Honey, there are people out there waiting to support you. You just got to show up. And usually the person that we're waiting for the most support from is ourselves. Show up and cheer for yourself. Believe in yourself. Support yourself. And this one around goals is that I'm just curious. And my goals are fun. They're serious. But they're fun in a way that's just like, oh, let's see what happens next. I just thank you all for being a part of my community. I love my Instagram community so much that it has been a gift to me. I know people have different relationships with social media. And the relationship that I have with social media is majority positive because of the beautiful community that you all have gifted me. So thank you for for being community. Thank you for being grace. Thank you for being a hype and cheering squad. And thank you for calling me into this. And what I know is that because I've been able to to be myself and to really have fun, allow myself to have fun, that it's made it possible. 
for me to live a life that brings my soul joy. And that's what I want you to remember, that it is possible to live a life that brings your soul joy. Have a good one. Are you the superhero in everyone's life but your own? Are you exhausted, overwhelmed, and feel stuck in a cycle of working hard with nothing to show for it? Are you stressed, struggling with your health, lack intimacy, and a sense of personal fulfillment? This episode is brought to you by my Soul Joy Coaching six-month signature mindset program that empowers women who are ready to break toxic cycles and unhealthy habits so that they can claim their identity and voice to show up to life unapologetically. We use a curriculum and framework that is grounded in joy and centers vision, strategy, community, and an abundance of love and encouragement. I guarantee you that Soul Joy Coaching will change your life. If you're ready for joy, let's talk. Visit my website, www.teresatims.com and take my joy assessment. This assessment will give you insight and help you to identify patterns and your growing edges. Use this score as information to help you take the next faithful step in claiming joy in your life. Go ahead, book a call today to get your score at www.teresatims.com.